1: The Healing Word program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live.
0: There are battles you cannot fight. There are victories to be won, but you can't win them. But the Lord is a warrior. Can you say that? The Lord is a warrior, and the Lord is his name.
1: Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Today, Pastor Morris is going to take us to the Old Testament, and that wonderful story found in Exodus 15 of Moses and the Israelites praising God following his miraculous parting of the Red Sea that allowed their escape from Egyptian captivity. Here's Pastor Morris with today's message, singing praises to the
0: Lord. I love music. I think most of us do. Perhaps all of us, 100%. We love music. And, and we, I love, I'll just speak to, about myself for just a moment. I, I love all kinds of music. I better qualify that one. Uh, nearly all kinds of music. I'll tell you. <clears throat> back in in the cold months, we had the car windows rolled up. I pulled up to a traffic light and stopped. Somebody pulled up right alongside of me, and all I could hear was the bump, the bump, the bump, the bump, the bump, the <laughs> bump. My car, I felt like it was rocking. I felt it in my chest. Now, I. I He, I think he called that music. Um, I don't know that I would call that music, but he felt that I wanted to hear that also. (laughs) He was enjoying it, and he thought maybe I was enjoying it. And as he drove off, all kind of hear the hoop, the boom, the hoop, the boom, -boom the hoop, and down the highway he went. But but I love, I love choirs, and I love quartets, and I love solos, and I love sextets, and. I love anthems. I love the piano and the organ, the wind instruments, the string instruments, uh, the steel drums from down in the islands. I, I love all that music. I really do, and I, and I enjoy it. Now, our our friend uh, and one of the ministers here, Colonel Bill Wilson, loves bluegrass. Do you know what bluegrass is? I didn't know that until I met Bill, and uh, <laughs> and he introduced me to bluegrass music. And uh, he said, there's no electrical, it's not plugged in. Uh, <clears throat> now, I love that, but you know, a little bit goes a long way, really. Uh, so, um, but uh, other people, they, they love jazz, and they love uh, classical, and, and, um, and rock, and, and all of the rest. Uh, so music is wonderful. But let me tell you about uh, music, uh, the place of music, uh, the physical place of music, the, the physical place uh, of singing. Now, I might say, and I think we would all agree, that I, I think we are made for music. I really believe we are. Because when we start hearing music, almost unconsciously, we begin tapping our toes. And then we start moving our heads. And then we start moving other parts of our body. But, but we get involved with it. And um, I enjoy it, and you enjoy it. We get involved physically. I don't want to bore you with a lot of... Um, of um, of research, but let me, let me tell you a little bit about research here. The, it, it really astounded me about music and how we are made music. This research goes all the way back to one thousand nine hundred and ninety eight and the researchers said that music stimulates the auditory nerves and creates brain messages that ripple through the body. I guess that 's why the body gets involved and begins to sway with it, influencing muscle tone equilibrium and joint flexibility. Listen to this. The human heartbeat is especially attuned to sound. As music changes in tempo and volume, it acts as a natural pacemaker. Our breathing slows down or speeds up along with the music. A study of Michigan State University found that just 15 minutes of listening to music increases the level of the of, of immune chemicals that are vital to protecting us against disease. So music is really healthy. Don't you love music? Yes. Would you like to sing? We, we will in a little bit. Not, not, not right now. Uh, then in 2001, scientists were amazed to find that music is able to help heal the body. So music has, has a vital place in, uh, in our physical makeup, even in our health system. Now, music is good. I, I love it. I already told you that. Somebody asked the question once. They said, "Well, can Christians dance?" Well, some can, some can't. You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You know, so we—I don't know. But we—we we, we like to get in there with it, don't we? we <laughs> so I—I I don't know. It just depends on the Christian, I'm sure. But the place of music spiritually—it has a place also spiritually. And I'm going to read you some scriptures just. Very quickly, I I jotted them down. But listen to this. In in, uh, Ephesians 5.19, it says, Speak to yourselves with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make melody in your heart to the Lord. We have uh, quite a number of funerals here at the church. uh, Loved ones dying and people coming in for the very first time. And I'm meeting them for the first time, extended family and friends. And when we sing hymns, we usually sing a hymn or two at a funeral. It, it seems like the platform guests are about the only people that are doing the singing. I look out over the congregation and people are... You know, people just love to watch me sing, I guess. They they don't sing. but But singing has... A very special place in worship. Listen to this. Psalm thirty-two, eleven. Rejoice in the Lord and be glad, you righteous. Sing all you who are upright in heart. Psalm 105. Give thanks to the Lord. Call on His name. Make known among the nations what He has done. Sing to Him. Sing praise to Him. Uh, Psalm 104, uh, 149. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise in the assembly of the saints. And then in Revelation, which tells us that when we get to heaven and those gathered around the throne of God sang a new song, you were slain and your blood you purchased men for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. So singing has a great part in our worship. And we were singing today and it sounded beautiful and I believe it sounded beautiful in the ears of the Lord. Don't you love the Lord and sing praises to the Lord? He is worthy. Now, I want to tell you about the very first recorded song in the Bible. There it comes on the screen now. It's in Exodus chapter 15, verse 1. I want you to read it with me. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. That's the first record of a song. Now, notice then. Well, I looked at the word then and I wondered then when, when did Moses and the Israelites sing this beautiful song uh, to the Lord? It was after they had a great victory, a great deliverance. And maybe that's why people don't sing in worship services. Maybe they haven't yet had a great victory or a great deliverance. They have really nothing to sing about. Singing is worship. Singing is ascribing praise to the Lord. Singing is also giving testimony to what God has done. And that's what Moses was doing in this very first recorded song in the Bible. Moses was singing and all of the Israelites were singing. There were about two million, maybe two and a half million of them who were singing to the Lord. Pharaoh's army was pursuing them. Pharaoh's army was behind them, coming up from behind. Before them, the Israelites, there was the Red Sea. There was no place for them to go. They had been enslaved for some 400 years in Egypt. And God brought a great deliverance. There had been uh, the the plagues. uh, Pharaoh's heart finally softened. And Pharaoh let the people go. Moses kept In Pharaoh's face let my people go finally finally he let them go but after he let them go he thought to himself hey all this free labor I've let it go what's wrong with me why did I do that he got his armies together his forces he went after them to bring them back well here is Moses leading these people nowhere to go Pharaoh coming after them the people now begin to murmur and complain they said Moses why didn't you just let us die in Egypt? You brought us out here. Pharaoh's going to perhaps kill us. and Those that he doesn't kill, he's going to take us back into slavery. But God had a plan. You know, friend, God always has a plan. And he has a plan for you and your need, whatever that need might be. And whatever is pursuing you today, whatever hound of hell is on your heels, God has a plan. Would everybody say, God has a plan? God has a plan for His people, for His saints when we look to Him. And He had a plan for His people. Now, when that plan was implemented by the mighty power of God, they, the Israelites had no power to, no defense against the armies of Pharaoh. But God intervened. And when God implemented that plan, they stopped their complaining and they began to sing to the Lord. They sang This song to the Lord. Something beautiful happened. But listen, friend, I'll tell you again. If nothing beautiful has happened, don't smile. Just remain seated. Don't sing. Be quiet. (laughs) I'm being bad again, aren't I? (laughs) But God is here to do something beautiful for His people. And if you are the people of God God will bless and do something beautiful even today even this morning even now whatever it is that is hounding you hindering you deterring you keeping your life from going forward receiving the joy of the Lord blocking you God is here to do something beautiful he's a beautiful God He makes people beautiful, and He changes lives into beautiful lives. God did something beautiful. And then when they began to sing and rejoice, then Miriam sang the very same verse that Moses, her brother, sang in verse 21. Sing to the Lord, for He is highly exalted. The horse and its rider He has hurled into the sea. God intervenes. And the message today is sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord. Now, I I know, and I I think I'm right in this, when when things begin to go wrong in our lives, and things will go wrong from time to time, everything is not going to be beautiful. Life is not going to be a bowl of cherries. Life sometimes will turn against us, even Christians. But God is there, and we have God. Now, whatever is happening to the people who do not go to church, who do not serve the Lord, whatever happens to them, it happens to us also. But the difference is, and there is a difference, we have God. We can pray and receive God's intervention. God will do great things for his people who will pray, believe, ask, and who will worship. Now, again, the children of Israel, hearing that Pharaoh was coming... There was no escaping. They were murmuring and complaining. Now, friend, you can look at your circumstances and you you can get down on God, down on the church, down on yourself. It, It can happen. But if you lift your eyes and look to the Lord, God can do something for you. But God can't do anything for you until you look to Him. And you can't murmur out of one part of your mouth and praise God out of the other part of your mouth. It just doesn't work that way. We'll praise the Lord for a few minutes and then we'll, we'll talk about our circumstances. Now as long as the people were, were preoccupied with Pharaoh behind them. And them going back into slavery. As long as they were preoccupied with the Red Sea in front of them. They murmured and complained. You see all they could see was what was down here on terra firma. But Moses finally got through to them. And I'm praying today that God will get through to you, to me. Moses said, listen, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You're going to see something. Something's going to happen. Something beautiful is going to happen. But you have to shut up. Now, he didn't say shut up, but... But friend, if you keep looking at the hole in the donut and never see the donut, then you'll never taste the donut. (laughs) But look to the Lord. Look to God and ask God, God, intervene in my situation and wait on the Lord. Just stand still. God's never in a hurry. God knows what he's doing. He's always on time. He he knows just when to step in and intervene in your situation. Now, what God did for Moses, Jesus has already done for us. Jesus has intervened in our situation. We were lost in trespasses and in sins, and there was absolutely no way out. Not for us, not by human effort, not by human ingenuity, we were lost. We were helplessly lost. There was just no way. But then Jesus opened a way. Through the cross, He opened a way for us. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way, according to John chapter 10, the door into the sheepfold. There's no other way in but through Him. But His way is an easy way. All we have to do is look to Him And follow him and we're going to make it in. Friend, I I, I want you to look at your neighbor and say, smile. Go ahead. (laughs) Already you feel better, don't you? (laughs) Already. Yeah. I I mean, there's 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 enough things out there to take away your smile, to take away your joy. But Jesus is here. Your brothers and sisters in Christ are here. We're singing anthems of praise to the Lord. Friend, come on. Where are you this morning? Let's look to the Lord and receive from him. Now, Moses, it says, then Moses, and then the Israelites sang. But nobody can sing your song but you. You're the only one that can do it. No one can taste your food for you but you. Nobody can, can feel what you're feeling but you. Now, notice what Moses says in the very next verses down, verses one, two, three, and 4. He says, my Lord, my God, my salvation. Now, over at least four times, he says, my, 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 my. Friend, do you have a God? Yes. Can you say he's my God? Yes. He's my Jesus. He's my helper. He's my strength. strength. Friend, when you begin to personalize your salvation and your religion and you take it to heart, then it becomes alive in you. Now you have the strength. Moses said, He is my strength. Moses just became weak kneed. He didn't know what to do. He was an Israelite just like all other Israelites. But when God came through, he knew God had come through. And he had experienced a great and mighty blessing from the Lord. Now, many of us right now are having a Red Sea experience. There is just nowhere to go. Moses, Egyptians are behind you. Moses, the Red Sea is in front of you. You are caught right in the middle. You are what they might say between a rock and a hard place. Do you ever, did you, have you ever gotten caught in the middle? There's just nowhere to go. You just don't know what to do. You don't know who to call, who to write to, who to phone, what to do. Hey, friend, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. See Jesus on your side, ready to come through and make a way for you. He'll do it. Once you look up and begin to believe in Him and trust Him, He'll make a way. Here comes Pharaoh. There's the Red Sea. There was a pillar of cloud by day. The angel of God. Oh, that was a beautiful anthem, you you young people say. The angel of God. And I believe in angels because the Bible teaches angels. Well, the angel of God, the Scripture says, and the cloud That was in front of them leading them. Now they're to the Red Sea. The angel of God is not going to lead them into the Red Sea. So the angel of God and the cloud went around behind them. That that was before them now is behind them. You know when God gets between you and your trouble. (laughs) Did you hear me? When God comes between you and your problem. You're on your way (laughs) to a heavenly victory right now. Right now. (laughs) And the angel of the Lord stepped in. Now, if the devil can get through the power and presence of God, then, well, obviously he can't. And God will protect you. He'll be a shield for you. He'll come between you and your problem and your difficulty. And he will make a way for you. The scripture says God stood between Israel and the Egyptians you know when God comes between you and the devil comes between you and your problem comes between you and whatever it is that has hounded you and troubled you friend now you're shielded God will move right in there now there's a wind that begins to blow across the Red Sea it blew all night long Moses saying stand still just wait God has a plan Keep looking to Him. Oh, it didn't happen right now. You know, that's what people say. You know, I went to church. I asked the Lord. And uh, pastor pronounced the benediction. It, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Friend, just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Just watch God. In the fullness of time, God sent forth His Son. And when the time is right God's going to come to you. But in the meantime, He'll step between you and your problem, and He'll stand there. You'll be protected. You see, you're His child, and He loves you, and He's going to care for you with an everlasting love that that knows no end. And now that wind begins to blow. And when they looked, they saw a path where there was no path. They saw a way where there was no way. They saw a deliverance and a salvation there was no deliverance in salvation. friend, stand still and you will see. They saw what they hadn't seen before. God wants to show you something. But you've got to look with the eye of faith to the one who intervenes, who has the power to make it possible for you. And when you do, and when you do, the way will open and you will make it through victoriously. Now, the scripture says in verse 3, The Lord is a warrior. That's what it says. The Lord is a warrior. There are battles you cannot fight. There are victories to be won, but you can't win them. But the Lord is a warrior. Can you say that? The Lord is a warrior. And the Lord is his name. He's my strength. Say that my strength, my My song, My song. My my salvation, my God. He'll become very personal, very near, very close to you. And here you can claim him as your own. And the children of Israel saw what they hadn't seen before. They saw a way out. Friend, uh, something is blinding you. Something is holding you back. Something is keeping you from seeing the way to victory. Stop looking at what's going on and trying to figure it all out. You'll never be able to do it. Just stand still. Be quiet before the Lord and let God open the way for you. And now you can look back and that, that was pursuing you, that enemy, that enemy is no more. And sometimes that enemy is me. My way of thinking, my way of living, my way of doing things. I've got to do it his way. His way of thinking, his way of doing. And when I do, There's a red sea that's open. I go across. And Pharaoh, goodbye. It's all over.
1: As we learn from today's message, God loves you and is deeply interested in your struggles, your pain, and your fear. He is there right beside you to provide deliverance and healing. Let's praise Him today for how wonderful He is and for His many blessings. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and will lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.